0: Have a story you want featured in a video like this one? Go to AsTheRavenDreams.com slash submit, or check the links in the description. Enjoy. My daughter is weird. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. She does normal kid things and plays weird made-up games, and has nonsensical jokes. I love her to death and the things that she comes up with, but sometimes it's hard to know when she's serious or still playing around. One morning, she woke me up and said someone was tapping on her window, and she looked scared. I thought she was joking around at first, until I started focusing and realizing how serious she looked. So, I got up to go look, and... She had a stupid wind-up toy that flaps its arms like it's flying, sitting next to the window making it tap it. The grin on her face when she saw me turn around with it in my hand was enough to make me laugh too. This is just to show you how playful she can be, and why this really alarmed me so she started to come up with imaginary friends. I say imaginary because it's your normal stuff. I see her playing in her room, and she talks like someone else is in the room with her. Our rooms are right across from each other, so while I was in my room putting laundry away and getting ready for bed, I heard her play into the conversation. It got weird. One of her dolls died, I guess, and she grabbed another one saying something about getting it to live again. So, as I'm listening, she's explaining to her friend that she lets her dolls relive since she got to do the same. She then said that her old name was Rebecca, and that she didn't like her old mommy, but she forgave her. I thought this was weird, Maybe it was a weird game, but... I walked into her room and asked her who she was talking to. She said it was her friend, Lily. And I tried playing dumb and said, Oh, I thought you said Rebecca. She just kind of looked down shyly and said, No. So, I dropped it for then, thinking it was just a make-believe thing. A few days later... I picked her up early from school for a doctor's appointment. Afterwards, I had a few errands to run myself, and since she was so patient and helpful, we decided to stop for ice cream, since she had already had lunch at school. As we were leaving the parking lot and I was helping her buckle in, she hugged my neck and said thank you. It just warms me when she gives me random hugs like that, so... I got her all situated and got into the car myself. As I'm driving home, she said something that confused me at first. She said, "'You're my favorite mommy.'" Without thinking much about it, I responded with, "'Oh yeah? Well, I think I'm your only mommy.'" And That's when she said, "'No, but first mommy wasn't very nice.'" But I know it wasn't her fault. At this point, I looked up at her in the mirror, and she was looking right at me, and she looked sad. So, I tried pushing a bit more on this, thinking it was some kind of weird game still. I asked her, What mommy is this, and why wasn't she nice? She honestly looked scared to tell me, like she was going to get in trouble. So, I told her that it was okay and that she could tell me anything and I wouldn't get mad. Part of me was glad that I asked, and part of me regretted it. She would get mad at me for things that you let me do, like play with my friend Lily. So, I asked her what she meant by that. She would call me names and yell at me and punish me. Now... My daughter goes to a public school. I haven't had any issues with them before, and she's never mentioned anything to me about being punished, nor have I ever had reports from them about her being in trouble. The only person that is around her on occasion is my mother, who she does not call mommy or anything like that. So I tried to ask her more about who this other person was and how they punish her but she said she didn't want to talk about it anymore. This scared me, as my first thought was, is there something going on at the school that I need to know about? So that night, I tried to see if there were any marks or bruises on her just to be sure, and there weren't any, but I decided I would talk to the school the next day just to double check. So I brought her to the school, She's just as excited to get in as she always is, and she doesn't steer clear from anyone there either. I did get to speak to the teacher, who said that she doesn't have any issues with her. She's not shy, and she's kind to all the other kids, which makes sense. I told the teacher that she had just said something that caught my attention and that I wanted to double check. I didn't need her calling someone on me or anything, so I let it go for the time being. Sometime that week, she was playing in the living room while I was making dinner, and she was playing and talking to Lily again, and then she mentioned her first mommy again, so I started listening more. She said, I couldn't hold my breath that long, so I got a new mommy. Something set me off with that one, so I went in there again and asked her about it. I again tried prying who she meant by this first mommy, and I told her that she can trust me, that I won't tell or she won't get in trouble. She started whispering to the air and then looked at me and said, Lily said I should tell you, so I will. She explained to me that when she would play with her imaginary friend, she would be called names and would be locked in a closet, and that it was very dark and she would be hungry. She also told me something that broke my heart. She said one time that she was caught talking to her friend, and her first mommy shoved her in the bath to clean her, and that she couldn't hold her breath that long, but she forgave her because she knew that she was sick too, and now she's got a new name and a new mommy that lets her play with her friends. I just started crying, and I hugged her tight. I told her that she would never be punished for that by me, and she told me not to cry because she was happy now. So, after that, we had dinner, and when she went to bed I was up because I couldn't sleep. I started going through the shows we watch and the games and things that she had on her tablet to see if there was something that could be related to this. Just to see if she was... Copying something she heard or that she read. However, I found nothing at all. So, the only other thing I could do is look up the name Rebecca. I did change this for the family's privacy. For a little girl that may have died. To my horror, I found one. Where the mother drowned the daughter thinking that she was a witch which explains why she went crazy over her talking to herself or her imaginary friends. This also happened before she was even born. I'm not a religious person, but that night, I prayed. I asked if Rebecca could hear this, that my daughter has now accepted what happened and forgave her mother and that she could move on. It's been a few years now, and she barely mentions Rebecca's life. I don't know how to explain it, or how to handle it at times, but she usually just brings up the good things that she remembers. We typically leave it alone, though. However, Lily is still around, so now I'm no longer thinking that it's just an imaginary friend, and I'm going to wait to look into that one. This all started when my son was around 7. I remember one night we stopped somewhere to pick up dinner, and I let him choose where and what he wanted. When we got home and got situated to eat, he thanked me for letting him choose, and then asked me if I remembered when I was a kid and getting to choose what was for dinner. I said yes, and mentioned that I usually chose what I wanted for my birthday dinner, much like he got to choose last year. Then he asked me if I remembered when he was a grown-up and let his kid choose for dinner. I just chuckled, and said, You haven't been a grown-up yet, buddy, but you can definitely do the same when you are. He shook his head and told me I was wrong, though. He mentioned that he was a grown-up and that he let his son choose dinner. I didn't know how to respond, so I just stared at him for a minute. At that point, he said his name was Timothy and that his son's name was Jake, and that he lived a long time ago. I was speechless. I thought maybe he was just pretending and had this crazy story that he'd planned out, so I just dropped it from there and ate my dinner. We had more situations like this over time. I will say me and his mother split up, but we are on good terms. She is still in school to become a nurse, so I have full custody over him. She took him for about a week over summer vacation, and she had some questions when they returned. While he went to play, we were talking, and she asked me if I had watched ghost shows or something with him in the room. I told her that there weren't any in particular that I could remember- and that I tried to avoid watching anything that could be potentially scary in front of him. She began telling me that something was brought up about what happens when you die, and he mentioned that not everyone becomes a ghost, and sometimes you get to be a new person. She then mentioned the names Timothy and Jake again. I was surprised, so I told her about the night that he mentioned it to me as well. We both thought it was odd, but... We had no explanation for it, so we agreed to just heavily monitor what he watched or listened to, to see if we could figure out where he may have gotten this from. From then on, as I'm watching all the shows that he would watch, they had no names similar to those and nothing about ghosts or reincarnation in them. I will say at one point, I had moved into an apartment and I didn't have cable or internet installed yet, Until then, my son just watched movies that we had or whatever was on the local channels. At least I had an antenna. (laughs) While I was making breakfast for us, he asked to watch TV, so I told him that I would be right in to help him. As I wrap up what I'm doing, I walk into the living room to see he's already got it on, and he's watching some old western style show. It was a Sunday, so I know there wasn't much on in ways of cartoons, but this is what he stopped on? Not to mention, he was fixated on it. Legs crossed, chin resting on his hands, just watching. I went and asked him, "Hmm, Nothing good on? And he said, without looking over at me, I love this show. I was confused, because we've never watched this before. I certainly haven't because I don't like those kinds of shows, so I called that out and said, "'You've never watched this before,' to which he responded, "'I used to watch this all the time when I was Timothy.' I didn't know how to respond, so again, I just stood there and watched him. When I finally came back to reality, I decided to test him and ask him what the show was about. He told me the name of the show and explained it as best as a seven-year-old can about what was happening.' the characters' names, all of it. I was surprised. I had no explanation as to why he would know all of this, but since he found this and since I have installed cable and internet, this is what he watches on Sundays. I was worried about him watching it with some of the typical violence, but he didn't seem phased by it and he never acted it out or even wanted toy guns. So his mom and I agreed to just let him watch it. One of the last occurrences that we came across was when we went to the park. He was going to his mom's for the weekend, and I usually drop him off there. But she was running late, so we decided to go to the park while we waited. I pushed him on the swing some, helped him across the monkey bars, the usual. At one point, his mother called saying that she was on her way, so we started walking back to my car. I was still on the phone, and I didn't notice at first that he had stopped holding my hand. I stopped and looked back to see him staring into the entrance of a cemetery. It was a small one, an older, with not many headstones in it from what I could tell. I told his mom I would meet her at her place, hung up and went to my son and asked what was wrong. He said, I know this place. Again, he's not been to any funerals nor has he known anyone who's died. But we also didn't know anyone in the cemetery as it was by my new place. So I asked, what makes you think that? And he flat out said, I was buried here. What the hell? So he started walking in, and I honestly wanted to stop him, but I also wanted to know what he was going to do, so I just followed him. He led me to an old headstone towards the back, and I froze. Sure enough, the headstone said, Timothy, beloved son, father, brother. How? How would he have known any of this? As terrified as I was, though, I had to know. So I asked him, How did Timothy die, buddy? I shot myself. I picked him up, and as I carried him out of that cemetery, he began crying. I didn't know what to say or do, so I think I just said something like, you're okay now, and I just hugged him tight. I was at a loss of words, but on the way to his mom's, we stopped for ice cream, and he started cheering up. I told his mom about it too, letting her know what had happened, and she flipped out of course. It took some convincing, but... I think I finally got her to trust me that I didn't let him watch anything about suicide. Also, after this, he stopped mentioning his past life. I don't know if that was like Timothy accepting what had happened and passing on, but it still confounds me. Out of curiosity, I did try to find a Timothy that lived within that time and found someone with a son named Jake, and that's where I stopped. I didn't want to find out any more information, and I'm leaving it at that. I hope my son has completely forgotten about it too, and is not being haunted by this anymore, because hearing it from a child his age, that was gut-wrenching. This is about my younger sister- who had many visions about her past life. My parents always called her weird or claimed that she just had a vivid imagination, so she only ever talks to me about them now. One of the first times she mentioned this to me was when we were playing house or superheroes. We always made up names for these games, but she always chose the same name, Charlotte. I didn't think much of it at first, but I usually swapped between the same two or three names, unless I learned a new name that I liked. But she always chose Charlotte. One day, we decided to have a picnic in our backyard, so we gathered stuff to make peanut butter sandwiches and some chips and then headed out. One thing I will mention is that, when it came to PB&J, it could never be grape jelly. I was okay with it, but my sister would not eat it. My parents always said or thought that she just didn't like grapes, so we always got something else. Anyways, when we sat down to finally eat, she asked me, So, do you remember many different lives? I was confused by this question, so she tried to explain more. She mentioned... Since I used multiple names, she was curious if I remembered the past lives of multiple people. I told her no, and that I just liked the names. But she went on to explain that she used to be named Charlotte. She explained that she used to live somewhere hotter and near a beach, and that she was allergic to grapes, which is why she avoided them now. I thought, in a way... It made sense, but she wouldn't eat them, so we would have no idea if she's allergic to them now. Later that night, during dinner, I asked my parents if we knew someone named Charlotte. They thought about it for a while, but then said no and asked me why. My sister was looking at me curiously, and I explained to them that she used to be a Charlotte. I remember my mom mentioning that was a good imagination, while my dad chuckled but said nothing else about it. From then on, my sister continued telling me more stories of her past life. But it was later that year we went on vacation in Texas, where it became more real. We were going to a friend of my mom's house when we got turned around in a cul-de-sac. My sister pointed out one of the houses excitedly and said, That was my old house. Well, it used to be my parents, but I inherited it when they died. My dad was driving and looked up at us in the back seat, while my mom looked back in confusion. She said, What are you talking about? My sister went on to explain that she knew that was the one because of the front deck. It had an awning and was screened in with an old swinging seat hanging from the roof. She said she used to sit there and drink coffee, while well, she read, especially whenever it was raining. My dad said nothing, while well, my mom just stared at my sister and then turned back around to face forward. I remember it was awkward for a few seconds when my sister said, I, I had a bad reaction to the juice I was drinking, and I couldn't breathe. This caused my mom to snap and say something like, Enough! She started asking us what we watched to learn all that, and even asked my dad what he was watching with us. We all said nothing, and my sister went quiet. From then on, she never mentioned anything to my parents about her past life, but I still asked her about it. I was absolutely curious about all this, and at that age, I didn't know what reincarnation was. She explained to me a bit more about what she looked like. Long, golden-brown hair with green eyes, light freckles, and fair skin. She said she was never married. She had a grey cat named Milo, and she was sad that she died and didn't know what happened to him when she was gone. She told me different stories over time about her past life, and I had no reason to not believe her. As we got older... We didn't talk about it on a normal basis, but it did come up on occasions. We're now in our 30s, and we got together for lunch one time and something occurred that caused us to talk about it. She went into more detail about that time, how Charlotte had died. She said the juice she had contained grape juice, and it caused her to go into anaphylactic shock, and then she died from it and this is why she avoids grapes. I asked if she ever had an allergy test to see if she was still allergic to them, and she said she thought about it, but she said she remembered her death so vividly, and that she didn't want to risk it. We were curious about how close she was with all this information, so we actually tried looking for Charlottes that had passed away in Texas, and for house records. Surprisingly, we did find that house, and I actually found a way to contact the current owners to ask about the history of it. I told them I had grown up in the area and was trying to remember the name of an old friend that lived there. To my surprise, they were glad to help, and from the real estate they bought the house from, we were able to track down the records, and found a Charlotte that lived there and her parents that owned it before her. We found pictures of her, and she matched the description that my sister gave. It was crazy to actually put physical proof to what she told us all these years. We haven't said anything to our parents since they don't seem to believe any of it. We're still trying to figure out if we can find out her cause of death, but the house and her description and time that she lived was proof enough for us. This was actually about a kid I used to babysit. He had a wild imagination, between all these made-up games that he played, stories he would tell me, and the likes. So, at first, it was hard to take this seriously. One time, I was watching him in the evening, so I was making popcorn for us. They had a gas stove, so it was always a trick to get it to light. While I was starting it, he came running into the kitchen... So, I told him to slow down and watch out, so he didn't catch his hair on fire. He responded with, Oh, I know. Fire hurts. I died in one. And had these huge eyes as he told me. I just kind of snickered, thinking he just said something incorrectly, and then said something like, Then you know you shouldn't be close to the stove. So, he smiled and walked away. Weird. A few days later, I was over there again, and we were watching some kids' shows. I don't remember what it was called, but they always did some kind of simple learning or science thing, and they would always go through a safety part, like don't run with scissors, always use the crosswalk, look both ways, things like that. This time, it was about how to escape from a fire, and to stop, drop, and roll. They showed if you were in a building to keep low and to put a damp towel on your head, if possible, and then crawl to the exit. This boy pops up and says, Sometimes you can't. I just said, What do you mean? We didn't have towels downstairs, and it's hard to crawl upstairs. Once I finally figured out what to say, I asked him if his old house caught on fire, though I didn't recall his parents ever mentioning one. So, he explained more. He said his old house did, but he couldn't get out. What are you supposed to say to that? I just asked, did someone have to save you then? He looked annoyed, like I wasn't understanding, and I guess I wasn't. Then he said, no, I died, and just stared at me. I just said okay and left it at that. I asked his parents that evening about a house fire, and they said they've never been in one, and he certainly hadn't. I told them what he said, and they thought it was weird too, but assumed it was just something he watched, so I let it go, even though I still thought it was odd. They ended up going on vacation, so I didn't babysit for two weeks, but when I came back, he was right back at it. We were playing something like superheroes, and I ended up being killed by the bad guy. As I laid on the ground, he came up to me, rubbed my face, and whispered, Be alive again. So I got up and pretended to be a zombie, and he told me, No, you get a real life again, like me. I thought we were playing still, so I mentioned that he hadn't died yet. He then tried to explain to me again that he got a new real life after the fire. I know it's useless arguing with a child, but I said, Your mom and dad told me you guys didn't have a fire, though. That's when he must have gotten tired of repeating himself, so he explained it as he walked back and forth. He said it was his old self in his old home with his old mom, dad, and big brother. He said he was in the basement- in his brother's room where he fell asleep, and he woke up feeling hot. He said the last thing he remembered was yelling for his brother, and the stairs being too hot to climb. This whole time that he's telling me this, he doesn't seem sad, but more so relieved. Especially as he said, but it's okay, they were able to get out, and they had a party for me. Not gonna lie, That freaked me out. But just to check, I had asked him, So, did this happen to you, or did you see this in a movie? He got mad at me. Like I didn't believe him. So, I had to apologize, and I told him that I was happy that he was okay now. I tried asking if he remembered what his home or family looked like, but he said all he could remember was the yellow house. This time... I didn't tell his parents. He seemed so matter of fact and detailed for such a young child that I left it alone. But now, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't interested in looking up house fires. Does anyone know how to tell someone who lost a child that they've moved on and they're happy again? Since being very young, my brother Jamie would often do or say strange things. There are many instances, but these are the ones that I remember most clearly. He was, and remains, a very thoughtful and intelligent child, often deep in thought. I first noticed that you could be cooing and playing with him, and suddenly he would cloud over with a deadpan expression and it would take minutes to get his attention again. As he started stringing sentences together, he sat down with my mom and told her, Do you remember before, mommy? She said, Before when? To which he replied, Before, when I had a different mommy. My mom simply told him that she was his only mommy, and he didn't say anything anymore. He then spoke to me, and he told me he remembered that when I came out of mommy's tummy. I told him that he can't remember it because he wasn't born yet. He got pretty irate with me, and said, not when I was born this time, before. I asked what he meant. Before, when I wasn't your brother, when I was mommy's brother a long time ago. This left me pretty shook, as in 2004... Over a decade before my brother was born, my uncle, my mom's brother, who was also named Jamie, passed away. Due to the suddenness and trauma caused by his death, it is an extremely sore subject and is rarely ever discussed. So, there was absolutely no way he could have known about him. Then, one day, on the way home from the park, around three years old, Jamie asked me, You know when you die? I was taken aback by it, but I said, Do you mean what happens after? He said, I've been thinking about it, because I think it's really dark forever, and you can't see anything. I explained to him in a child-friendly way the different beliefs that people have. Example, heaven, hell, nothing, ghosts, reincarnation. When I told him about reincarnation, he nodded. Yes, it sounds nice, but it takes so long. When I died the last time, I had to stay the same for ages before I was a baby again. Honestly, I was so spooked. Jamie is now six. He still will speak about things he really shouldn't understand, but does. People often remark how knowledgeable he is about the world around him. Maybe that's just the way he is, or maybe it's because he's seen it all before. I suppose I'll never know, but all the comments he made, and even his mannerisms and behavior, we've all thought that perhaps Jamie is Uncle Jamie. So those were five past-life-slash-reincarnation stories. Stories about kids that may have seen it all before. It's hard to say. Anyways, these are really interesting. I haven't done a creepy kids story or video in literally a year, almost. Um, So I thought I would do another one. This idea actually came from Patience. She had the idea, so you could thank her in the comments if you want to. Let her know that she has good ideas. Let her know she could give me more ideas if she wanted to. Um, anyways. Yeah, I hope you all enjoyed it. If you did, hit the thumbs up button. Hit the subscribe button if you're not currently subscribed to the channel. And if you are subscribed or if you do become subscribed, hit that bell icon. Set it to all. Or at least the normal one. I don't remember what it's called. Never hit none. But, you know, unless you really want to, which it'll hurt. But it's up to you. Anyways, if you guys did enjoy this, please do let me know in the comments below as well. You can also follow me on my social media platforms, support the channel over Patreon Coffee or Memberships. All patrons and members get early access to content like videos like this, minus this video. As I'm ahead of things, they get access to it. Today, I didn't get everything ready until today, and that's um, that's a bad raven. Raven did a bad thing. I do bad things every now and then. I get behind. I know. Anyways, I hope you all having a beautiful day, and I hope you all have a gorgeous weekend, and I'll see you on the next video. But until then, my lovely friends, sleep well.